Business Tech Weekly Podcast, episode number 53. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Business Tech Weekly. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And my name is Andy Traub. We're here each and every week to give you the latest and greatest in technology tools, things that you can use in your small to medium-sized business that makes you more productive through your week, more uh, efficient in your workflows, and more profitable in your pocketbook. Those are the things I like. Yeah, I'm just wondering when's the last time that someone said, hey, where's my pocketbook? (laughs) But I know what you mean. (laughs) I have no idea what a pocketbook is. Did you ever, uh, or did one of your parents ever carry, it would be your dad actually, would actually carry the little change thing that you like squeeze the sides of it and it opened up? I don't know. You know what I'm talking about? You mean the thing that people still carry in their fanny packs? (laughs) Uh, You don't carry a fanny pack? (laughs) Do you? They're going to come back around, dude. <laughs> like all things 80s, fanny packs will come back. I can just see I, the I special. I to be on the leading edge of that. <laughs> Thinkgeek.com, the front page fanny packs for the geeks. I don't know. I don't think so, my friend. All right, fine. All right. Move on. So, Andy, what is going on in the world of tech this week? Any news on updates about what's going on with certain sites or services? Well, I think the, the it, I'm just going to state that now that I'm you know, total fanboy of Mac stuff. I, I don't have as much news. Like I haven't read through all the updates uh, from uh, the Mac announcement, but I, I think it's a good lesson for those who listen to this show that uh, Macintosh did not, they did not uh, do, they did not create great products overnight. In fact, a recent stat was 60% of their income is from products that didn't exist three or four years ago. Maybe it was five years ago. But the point being that they have over, you know, over time, they have done things so consistently that it is news that they're going to have news. And I think it's a lesson we can learn as as business owners that if you do things consistently long enough, that um, there the question isn't is it going to be good or not. People assume it's going to be good, and I think that's a lesson that we could we could learn, uh, sort of stepping back from the announcements, not what they announce, but the consistency in which they announce it, and then the buildup people have. Um, you know, people are excited about their stuff even when it's leaked. You know, they're still excited about it, even though they know it was coming. I mean, it's just it's just an amazing uh, example, I think, of consistency in your brand and delivering, uh, you know, happiness to your to your clients. So that's the only thing I wanted to mention for uh, for this week. Very cool. Well, I tell you what, I'm I'm pretty excited about uh, some different things that are going on in my part of the world as far as technology. Um, I am trying new things, and some things are working, some things aren't. So uh, I I will share with you that I s- reached out to the folks who make the iPhone and iPad um, application for called Quick Office. Mm-hmm. And I was allowed to preview Quick Office Connect Mobile Suite for the iPad. And now, to clarify for me, I, I, I think I know this, but for our listeners, there is uh, other parts of Quick Office. They've had other other options on for the iPad. 
I, you know, I, I don't know. I just wanted the one that would allow me to open up and edit Google Docs. That's what that was my real desire. And I uh-huh. wasn't sure if it was going to be worth the price because I have already paid for so many other of these, you know, so-called applications that allow you to access your Google Docs. And I'm tired of paying for these things only to be able to read them and not edit them. Yeah, and frankly, I, I'm not sure of this, and maybe the folks at Quick Office can clarify, but I, I've been a part of a ser- of services, and I don't have my iPad with me today. I left it at home for my wife to play with, but it, it, I've seen it where it worked one day and it didn't the next, and the the app maker says, well, Google changed something, you know, which is like, okay, then update your app. But yeah, I've spent $10 on an app before, and, uh, you know, two weeks later, it doesn't do what I wanted to do, which was edit a Google Doc. So What's the verdict on Quick Office for now? Well, the verdict for Quick Office is before, uh, for what I wanted it for, it looks like it's okay and I have to contact them to see if I can find out what the issue is. But mm-hmm. I literally have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of Google documents, uh, sure. both you know Word documents and spreadsheets. And if I had to guess, it looks like I might have access to about 100 of them in alphabetical order. But it, it, but I mean, it, it actually literally starts with the number ten, and it all it goes all the way up to YouTube thumbnail calculator, and mm-hmm. so uh, it's it's definitely not pulling in all of my Google Docs. Is and, it literally a hundred? Like they may have maxed you know, it out. I, I didn't. I didn't count. Yeah, but, it, might be, uh, it might be it. They may they may have limited to you know I, a certain number, which wouldn't be good. I do see that uh, there is gspn.tv show notes, which by the way I'm now clicking, and it is loading it. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to scroll up to the top of the document here. Okay. And uh, at the very top where it says show notes, I'm going to, I'm going to put hi and I am going to close the document and I'm going to tell it to save and I'm going to see if it updates it live on my Google Docs here. So we are testing this and I see where Andy, you just put your cursor up there. I did. And I'm just waiting. It says that it is uploading the document. And um, and this is what I wanted. I wanted to be able... And there it is. Did you see that? I don't see it. Yeah, let me... Yeah. Oh, there it it's, is, yeah. It's there. The word hi. Hi, by the way. Hi. Yeah. And I just did that. I did that right from my iPad. Now, you know what? Now that I see that, that you know, the gspn.tv show notes is, is somewhere up there. It's actually under gspn.tv. I was looking under show notes. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. I have a doc... I have a spreadsheet called Ravenscraft Enterprises... Uh, and, and it's spreadsheet, and I know for a fact it's called Ravenscraft Enterprises. And so far, it's the only one I've looked for, and I know for a fact I cannot pull mm. up on this on this Quick Office application. And of course, to me, it's one of the most important documents I have. Right, right. So I, you know what? I've only just got it yesterday. My initial impression of the fact that of the documents that I can see, and so far. I guess I, I can find everything that I wanted minus the one, which mm-hmm. is Ravenscraft Enterprises uh, spreadsheet. Uh, it looks like I can see most of my other documents. Maybe they're all there. I don't know. But uh, the fact that I was able to just open it up, I was able to edit that document and save it, and boom, it is saved immediately on the server. You saw the thing pop up live. Sure, sure. That is what I wanted, and it's there. And by the way, that is not the main functionality of Quick Office Mobile uh, Suite. The, the Quick Office Mobile Suite is literally, it was designed 
to do Microsoft Word and uh, you know Excel spreadsheets. Right. And by the way, you can the uh, the look and the functionality of of actually editing a Word document on here is out of this world. Awesome. It is it is really good good. So they have this like getting started dot docx, uh-huh. and I'm telling you it you can put you can put images in you can I mean it it is it's just like yeah I'm looking at the iTunes link you've got and we'll have it in our show notes as well folks but it, it is you know it's 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 pretty outstanding it, it's uh it's got enough uh you know tones and colors and stuff to it without being annoying. I, you know, and I'm huge on Dropbox integration, not just Google Docs. Cause I'm a, you know, I'm a, I'm a paid Dropbox user, and so I use that. That's really my main hub for almost all my documents now, and um, and that'll it, be important too. And it does Dropbox integration. I, I've yeah. got my Dropbox on here, so for example, if I go in here to my, I got a a, a folder called ebook stuff, and yeah. here's evaluating a podcast docx. Which, by the way, this is a format that was given to me by my. Uh, virtual assistant. I don't even use Microsoft Word. And so I open it up in Google. But if I open it up here on the iPad, it's downloading it now. It looks exactly the way that she formatted it, which is actually sometimes better than what it looks like in Google Docs. And and uh, there it is. It And man, that looks, I'm telling you, that is stunning. Sweet. So... Uh, when it comes to when it actually comes to what this thing was made for, which is you know Google Docs and stuff like that, that's where all that formatting gets pre- preserved so nicely. And I think some of the limitations of of what I would use it for is in the Google Docs area. And of course, Google Docs just does not have as much formatting functionality built right in. Just yet. no, it's getting better. And and for for those who don't know, we're talking about a twenty five dollar app right now, which certainly you know if you want an alternative to, uh, you know, Microsoft Office and things like that, you know, for your desktop, it's well over $100 uh, and, and much more if you're not a student and such. But, uh, you know, it, it is, I think it's interesting to note just that we sort of balk at $25 for an app that some of us, that, that really could increase your productivity uh, to, to a pretty high degree. So there's a lot of folks out there that have posted, and, and I know, Cliff, you've, you've talked about it on other shows, and so have I about, you know, does does the iPad replace laptop, things like that. And I think in some situations it certainly can. But when there's when there's apps like this, uh, there there are more situations where it could replace, you know, to bring along just your, your keyboard and this well, here, and your iPad. So absolutely here's here's the situation. You know, um, Apple has a program called Pages. Yep. All right. And it is and, and they also have um, Apple has another program that does their spreadsheets. I don't even know what it's called. It might even be called spreadsheets. I have no idea. But anyway, they're all set. You know, they're separate. Um, they're separate programs, and you have to buy each of them. And I think they might be ten bucks a piece. So, mm-hmm. so this one actually does spreadsheets and documents. And if you have that wireless keyboard, uh, a blue, a Bluetooth, yep. a Bluetooth keyboard. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm. I just clicked on the new file, and it says here I can create a spreadsheet in 2003 format or 2007 format, or I could create a Word document. This is a Microsoft Word document in mm-hmm. 2003 format or 2007 format, or a text file, and I can just click one of those, and I can actually, with my Bluetooth keyboard, I mean, pretty much have a pretty f- full force, full force 
uh, word processing thing with lots of abilities to to do things. Now, I haven't tried this yet. Uh, and a matter of fact, maybe I can try it right now. So I'm in a document here and I'm going to see if there's a if there's a very easy way for me to just insert a picture. Um, I don't see an easy way. Paragraph color. I can see some other things here. Let me X on this. I'm going to see if I highlight. Hold my thumb down maybe. Uh, no. I would imagine though there's got to be a way to to go in here and do a to add a picture to that doc. But anyway, I don't know. It, 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 from first glance, I've had it less than 24 hours. I would say that, um, you know, I, I personally probably would have never paid $25 for this application to mm-hmm. try it out. But now that I know it does what it does, if I needed a word processor and I definitely wanted something that was going to pull in Google Docs and I could edit my Google Docs, uh, I know that functionality is supposed to be coming just directly from the web version of Google Docs, but until mm-hmm. then, I want to be able to edit my Google Docs on the go. I would say it's worth 25 bucks. The only thing is I need to find out first why Ravenscraft Enterprise's um, spreadsheet is not pulling up. If I can figure out and make sure and confirm that all of my documents are pulling in from Google Docs, then I say it, 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 it it's definitely a go for me. And by the way, for those of you who use Box.net, MobileMe, uh, and all that other stuff, that Box, the Box.net and MobileMe is integrated as well. Sweet. So there you go. And I'm not paid to say that, and I'm sure that they're actually going to sell a lot of versions of that software now. But I just want the Quick Office. Yeah, the Quick Office. The well, one- you know, I'm looking on here. They've got 880 reviews. <laughs> and 432 ratings that's a lot for the app store so this is definitely a popular app it's a popular app and uh you know how how many of those are positive like four or five stars uh well the overall let's see here um yeah i'm not seeing it and the uh, i'm i'm on the uh the web oh, okay. iTunes, it's not in itunes itself all right but it seems like they're, you know, relatively good. It, 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 I wouldn't have been interested in it unless I saw it and it looked like the ratings were pretty good. I, I still wasn't willing to pay the $25 just to try it out. But um, I'm very thankful to them for giving me a free preview copy. And, yeah. uh, and just so you guys know, I did get a free preview copy. But as far as I'm concerned, they'll probably end up making tons of money on the fact that I just reviewed it. Yeah. And, and I'm giving it a pretty good review. The only thing yeah. that would keep me from, from spending the $25... Uh, is whether or not I can confirm whether or not I can get every single document off my Google Docs. Yeah, the mix, the reviews are mixed, but you know, there's a lot of four and five star and occasional one, and uh, you know, so reviews are mixed. But the the thing I love about the sort of ecosystem of the App Store is that they, they do break it off by reviews of the current edition or version, I should mm-hmm. say, because you can have major screw-ups in your app, but you can fix them, you yeah. know? So I, I think people should keep that in mind when they are reviewing things and do try to contact the developer because I don't think they want to have a bad app, <laughs> you know? They want they want people to be happy. So, uh, you know, I I like the idea of people uh, taking the time to to review it in light of the fact that, or give them a chance to, to correct it, I think is is worthwhile. Gotcha. Hey, yep. question for you, Andy. Do you use any kind of home, like custom homepage that builds out all your links or anything like that? 
You know, I don't. I, I never have. Uh, I know that there's some different functionality and different ones you could use. Uh, you know, Google's got uh, iGoogle, I believe it's called. And I don't know why I never got into it other than I think I just, you know, I, I don't know. I, I certainly get overwhelmed sometimes when I have a lot in front of me. Mm-hmm. So I like the idea of, I mean, I have my bookmarks. So I, I you know I can go to one one window to the next pretty quickly. But beyond that, I don't know that I want. Well, let me put it this way, Cliff. I think that my homepage is is sometimes my email window yep. because I do have access to my calendar and my documents and my chat and my email all from that one interface. Right. So maybe the answer is yes. You okay. Know? Well, we got a, you? I got an email from Robert Barnwell. He's one of my clients. He says, Cliff, have you guys ever mentioned iGoogle on any of your other podcasts? Uh, he says, I love it since it allows me to set up a homepage, which is essentially an online dashboard. It has my Gmail, my Yahoo Mail, Google Calendar, Google Docs, Google Notes, and all other important tools and info right at my desktop, right on my desktop 24-7. And he says, I apologize if you've already mentioned this one, but thought I'd pass it along nonetheless. And so the answer to your question is no, we've never really talked about it because just as Andy just said, he's not using iGoogle or any of the other, you know, custom homepages like it. Um, the Oh, wait, you know what? Yes, a long time ago, many years ago, I did one on NetVibes, which actually I think NetVibes is probably better than iGoogle. Although iGoogle obviously is, if, if you're a huge and heavy Google user... There's obviously going to be anybody like that. Yeah, but uh, there, there's definitely going to be more integration with Google there. But I think even all of the Google stuff is going to happen over at NetVibes. So to be honest with you, I think NetVibes probably is a better home solution. I definitely do not like my Yahoo, although I've probably just upset some people who do. Uh, that's fine. But uh, you know, I've 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 tried a lot of these services, but the answer is no. I don't use them. I use, right now I'm using Google Chrome, and I have, every time when I open up my browser, I have these things called pinned tabs. And uh, so basically, every time I open it up, there is a little tiny mini tab with Gmail, Google Calendar, High Rise, my Ravenscraft Enterprises spreadsheet, Twitter, and QuickBooks. All five, no, all six of those programs are are opened every single time in little mini tabs on my Google Chrome browser every time I open up. And so for me to be able to just quickly see what's on any of those services, it's this click is clicking right there on those tabs and just browsing through them real quickly. And I'm like you, Andy, I don't like to be overwhelmed with lots of information. I don't like to see my inbox when I'm looking for an appoint what my next appointment is. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, vice versa. You know, if I'm lo- if I'm looking to go see what my RSS feeds say from Mashable, well, I'm wanting to look at Mashable right now. I don't want to be distracted by you know X Y Z, and and so I'm a little bit like that as well. I do think that he brings up a great point for those who do like to sort of have everything in one place, one window. I, like you, and this is why you know I wrote a post about it, I think last week about. Buy more stuff that does less so you can do more. Mm-hmm. And it was the whole argument of buying a Kindle. And my goodness, I know we've talked about it before, Cliff, but I am reading like a madman now. <laughs> it's awesome. Yep. And it's replacing television in a lot of ways in my life, which is a good thing uh, for the for the for how much I was not learning from this or that from uh, television. It, it has really helped my business tremendously. And it's because... You know, on the iPad, it's just so easy to flip to this and that. But I think if you're disciplined 
and you do use iGoogle, I, I'm looking at my page right now, I can see why, you know, how it could be very helpful. And, and my encouragement to folks is, and I think it incorporates with Google Apps, but, you know, that's always the curveball is. Yeah, it, it does. Work, yeah, you know? Google Apps has their own version of iGoogle as well. So you sign Good. in with your Google Apps account and, and there should be an iGoogle there for it. Beautiful. Very cool. So yeah, so Robert, we haven't talked about it, but uh, you know, obviously they're very useful for people who don't have another system in place. And uh, if you really like iGoogle, I encourage you to at least branch out and try NetVibes. Just look mm-hmm. at it. You don't have to like it and don't have to switch. But uh, if you like iGoogle, you might like i uh, uh, NetVibes. What is it? NetVibes. NetVibes. Yep. Net uh, and I love a lot of the way that they have their layout. The f- the feel of it, the look of it, the aesthetics, I think, are better over at NetVibes. Yeah. All right. Uh, real quick here, a uh, new Kindle for the Mac is out. Uh, so this is the Kindle software for the Macintosh la- uh, desktop computing system. And uh, they have now added the ability to add, edit, or delete notes and highlights on your books. Now, you could always do this on your Kindle or the iPad or iPhone before, but now, other before you could only view those notes that you made on the other devices, now you can add, edit, or delete them, and that's cool. You can now search for words and phrases in books, so if you thought of something that you read and it's like, oh, I want to do a quick search, you can actually do it right from your desktop. That's cool. Multi-column reading, I haven't looked at this mode yet, but uh, it might be interesting. I'm not sure. And then they say they have an improved look and feel. And I again, I haven't looked at it yet, um, but I'm looking forward to getting into it this weekend to take a look at that because uh, I do recall that the look and aesthetics of Kindle for the Mac wasn't the greatest. I, I it, was, it was sort of, uh, it existed and that was it. Yeah. You know, it was, it's like, hey, we're there. Okay. Yep. Thanks for doing that without any functions. Exactly. So no, I've never used it. Um, but you know, again, that's why I, uh, that's why I'm so stuck, and not in a negative way, but loyal to the to the Kindle format is because iPad, Kindle, Kindle for Mac. I mean, it, it's and it's all it's in all those places. Yeah. So yeah, that's uh, that's helpful for those who you know do you know maybe maybe you don't have an iPad, maybe you leave it at home so your wife can use it during the day. <laughs> hey, <laughs> you know, Kindle. That's what that's what I had to do. So. Uh, yeah, I, I appreciate that they're continuing to to improve that um, improve that app. I think Amazon certainly has a good thing going by del- digitally uh, delivering their their goods. They, yep. they have they have me for sure. Very cool. And Andy, I know that you have to run out of here in about two minutes, so we're gonna we're gonna wrap sh- early this week. And we apologize to our audience for that, but uh, sometimes uh, other things come up. So uh, real quick, next week we, we want to tell people uh, what we're talking about. Yeah, and, and Vicky, actually one of our listeners, she reminded we we said we were going to talk about this, and I think it just skipped past us because we had switched our note system. But we had some folks ask us, you know, what's our process for creating and then you know giving out digital products? And I think we've talked about it in pieces, but I'm happy to just walk people through, uh, you know, the the steps or the maybe just the tools you would have to have in place, and just the different ways that you can deliver things whether you do it for free or not you know catching people's emails in the process uh, and password protecting and things like that so i think it'll be good for folks who have thought about it and our hope is to help get you past the excuses that it's too complicated because it's not but cliff you'll be able to add a ton to the conversation because you'll be able to chime in on places your va can help in the process 
uh, and then also different tools because you and I use different tools to do that. Absolutely. So again, next week, we're going to talk about tools to produce and then distribute your digital products. That's next week on Business Tech Weekly. And hey, Andy, I want to let people know, um, by the way, my uh, passive income strategy for podcasters webinar, uh, I'm very happy to say there are only three spots open and I know that there are three people that are waiting to see if they're going to be available. So I'm pretty sure that that's going to be a complete sellout, but I have a brand new one that's getting ready to come out. If you guys are out there and you have WordPress and you've been wanting to learn how to do the thesis theme, I'm going to show exactly how I take the default WordPress and turn it into like business tech or not business tech, but virtual assistant podcast or um, podcast answer man or gspn.tv. So, uh, and I'm doing something different. I'm testing this out at a very low cost. It's the lowest price, only $39 uh, for the 90 minute webinar. I've been told that if my price was lower, maybe more people will sign up. And I went ahead and uh, gave a 90-day trial period for GoToWebinar, which allows me to have up to 100 people. Nice. Cliff, I can just tell you, and I don't have a lot of time, I don't use Thesis. I might in the future, but for 40 bucks, I would probably get in on that. So I think that strategy is working. All right. Well, check it out. It is at podcastanswerman.com slash thesis training. That's T-H-E-S-I-S, podcastanswerman.com slash thesis training and i will tell you thesis there you're gonna find out if you watch this thing if you come uh you'll find out why i'm a huge fan of thesis not only that but uh people are asking you know a lot of people are emailing me say cliff you know i'm not sure if i'm gonna be able to be available on saturday november 6th when right at the time that you're doing it Uh, my suggestion is uh go ahead and sign up whether or not you'll be there or not uh, because within the following week, within the following week, I will be sending out the video recording of that to anybody and everybody who signed up, whether they were there or not. But it may be it may be a bit longer after that before it's made available for sale on the site. So, trying to put the demand on the live event. There you go. And I would just say a better bargain. Not that that's not a great bargain, but a better bargain is joining the GSBN community. I'm a proud proud number three fifteen right here. So. Join the community. Get all these shows. Uh, we don't want to hold them back from you. So uh, for 10 bucks a month, you can help feed Cliff and his family and uh, keep keep GSPN rocking and rolling. Rock and roll, man. Check it out over there at gspn.tv slash plus. Until next time, we encourage you to join the community.